Hello, I'm Dr. Doris Forte, and it's such a pleasure to welcome you back to the Visionarium Podcast, where ordinary people gain extraordinary vision. If this is your first time here, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. This is Episode 8. And my topic today was inspired by an interview that I heard on NBC last week that featured one of the athletes that competed in the 2022 Beijing Olympics. The interview made me think about something that the ancient philosopher Confucius said a long time ago. Confucius said, Our greatest glory is not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. Confucius was describing resiliency. And that's what I want to focus on today. So let's take a dive inside the Visionarium and take a closer look at resiliency. I didn't watch a lot of the 2002 Beijing Olympics, but I did watch some. Usually I would catch a recount of the meddling, or maybe look at some of the highlights that were particularly noteworthy. But a few days ago, I was looking at the morning news on NBC and happened to see an interview between Hodakapi and alpine skier and Olympian Michela Schifrin. And for those of you who, like me, may not have really been aware of who she was, let me introduce Michaela Schifrin to you. Michaela Schifrin is an American two-time Olympic gold medalist and World Cup alpine skier. She is a three-time overall World Cup champion, a four-time world champion in slalom, and a six-time winner of the World Cup discipline title in that event. Schifrin is the youngest slalom champion in Olympic alpine skiing history at age 18. She's now 26. So suffice it to say that Schifrin's quite a tour de force on the alpine ski slopes. But that's not why she was being interviewed. She was being interviewed by Copy because of her underperformance on the slopes in the Olympics, or in her own words, as she described it, her epic underperformance. And what made me tune in and turn the volume up was her attitude about her underperformance. It was really quite impressive. In that brief interview, Schifrin conducted a mini-clinic on resiliency. She hit every point that we're going to talk about today that is necessary to build the life skill of resiliency. Rarely have I witnessed such grace under fire by anyone at any age. So I suggest listening to that interview if you have some time. I'm sure you can find it on the internet. It's a really good example of what resiliency looks like in real life, in real time, under real circumstances. That NBC interview made an impression on me, and it stayed with me all week. So I decided that resiliency would be a good topic. Because in each of our lives, a valley will come. A valley will certainly come. A valley is that set of circumstances that stops us dead in our tracks and knocks us flat on our butts. And we find ourselves stuck in the trenches of life, in the looming shadow 
of the valley of death. And I do literally mean death. As we move through this journey of life, there will be several situations that we will encounter that will stop us in our tracks. We'll find ourselves in the valley more than once. And the death that I am referring to could be the death of a career, the death of a marriage, the death of a loved one, the death of an opportunity. By nature, by design, human beings are rather resilient. We bounce back. We evolve. Certainly, our evolution speaks to that. But, in my humble opinion, it needn't take another 250-odd million years of evolution for us to evolve to a point where we're capable of vaulting out of these valleys that inevitably come into our lives and move on through the vicissitudes of life. Chances are, we'd figure that out in time, just like a lab animal through trial and error figures out that that door, that trap door, is a way to get out of the cage. We would figure that out. But I don't think it's a matter of getting lucky as much as it is a matter of leveraging the resources that are at our disposal. And by utilizing those resources appropriately, we can get out of the valley a lot quicker and a lot more efficiently. So if the task at hand here is to find a way to vault ourselves out of the valley of the shadow of death, then the tool that's needed to accomplish that task may very well be resiliency. What a difference the right tool makes in doing the right job. Imagine trying to cut your lawn with a pair of nail clippers. Sure, I mean, yeah, it can be done that way. But there is a better mousetrap. There is a better way to get the lawn cut. So let's spend a few minutes here talking about what pieces need to be in place in our lives before we find ourselves in the valley so that resiliency is a tool that will be available to us when we need it to vault our way out of the valley, to bounce back, and to continue our life. Having a spirit of resiliency when life sidetracks or derails is not something that happens automatically. Preparing ahead of time, making sure that the pieces are in place for resiliency to be utilized is very important so that when it does happen, we can just reach into our toolkit and grab a hold of resiliency and get the job done that needs to be done in order to get us back on track. So let's talk about what those pieces that need to be in place are. Because the thing about becoming resilient that is so important is that once you are resilient, you will have that ineffable quality in your personality that allows you to bounce back and be even stronger than you were before. To put it in a nutshell, when faced with failure, disappointment, or defeat, resilience is that capability or tendency that makes some people fight back and bounce back to be even stronger than they were before. The actions that we take to fight back 
when we face these challenges in life and these disappointments is resilience. Resilience means bouncing back even stronger. When you have resiliency, you exhibit personality traits such as adaptability, durability. You have a quality in your personality that enables you to endure a hardiness. There is a buoyancy about your spirit. There is something about your spirit that does not let you sink. You always rise back up to the top. You bounce back. You're flexible and elastic. You have this ability to stretch with the situation rather than snapping and breaking. There's a nimbleness, like Jack. Jack, be nimble. A nimbleness to your personality. And a recoil. You bounce back. You have some give in your personality. As opposed to people who are rigid, vulnerable, weak, have a tendency to break. So yeah, resiliency is something that we want more of. And this is how we get it. I mentioned earlier that most human beings have some ability to bounce back that comes somewhat naturally. So these are things that can help develop the trait of resiliency and to strengthen that resiliency that's already there. The first thing that I want to talk about is a solid support system. Social support is crucial when we're in the valley. And it's the kind of thing that has to be developed and in place before we get there. Social support can include immediate or extended family, community, friends, organizations, or a therapist. I'm not referring to your 5,000 friends on Facebook or your 15 million followers on Twitter. I'm talking about real skin and bone people that you recognize and can communicate with because it is your support system that's going to allow you to have a range of emotions, which you will have and should have when you find yourself in the valley, in the trenches of life. You're going to feel a lot of stuff and you need a support system that will help you process these feelings and that will bend with you, respond to you, carry you for a period of time if need be. Getting that kind of quality support in place happens before you find yourself in the valley. A good way to start developing that kind of support system is to be that kind of support system to someone, and hopefully they'll be that for you when the time comes that you need it, but you will need that. You also will need to be able to take very good care of yourself. We have spoken here in the Visionarium about mindfulness and about self-care, being able to tune into your spirituality and find out the kinds of things that soothe you and direct you, seeking that guidance that you need for direction. All of this requires a measure of mindfulness. And those are the kinds of habits that you need to begin to cultivate in your life now because it will fortify that trait of resiliency when you need it later. 
you don't want to find yourself at that moment in the valley and you don't have any of this stuff in place. I, I really mean that it's important to do it now. And that includes following a healthy routine where you self-regulate the kinds of activities that you partake in, managing stress, eating properly, sleeping well, exercising, finding humor in life and pleasure, connecting with nature, all of those things help fortify and build a stronger spiritual you. Always try to maintain a healthy routine. Find purpose in your life. You weren't just created to float through this life and do nothing. You were created for a purpose. Try to tap into that. We will have topics that address that later on. But right now, I'm just saying to you that that is important in the whole scheme of things in developing resiliency is to be able to find your purpose. Because in the valley, you'll feel very much off purpose. You're there because you are feeling defeated, disappointed, let down by some factor in life, which is normal. These things happen, but it will cause you to feel that you are floating listlessly that your life has no meaning and you want to be clear to yourself that it does because the sooner that you can get back on track with what you were purposefully pursuing, the sooner you'll find yourself out of the trenches. One thing that helps too is to focus on others. I spoke about Shifran in the beginning of this episode and one of the things that she did that was just so powerful in my opinion was to focus her attention not on the haters that were sending her all of the nasty comments and so forth, but on the people who were sending her positive reinforcement. She went a step further and tried to extend support to people like her who were going through situations in life, whether it was bullying or feeling like they were a failure at some things. She tried to lift them up. Now that's helping at a time when you're at your lowest point. And that is a true testament to her character. And it is one of the things that we should consider doing to build resiliency is to focus on helping someone else in this life. If you have some extra time to volunteer on any level, help somebody. Build a positive mindset and focus on increasing your self-esteem and your self-confidence. Positive self-talk, positive affirmations, being optimistic that even though you may have failed at something, it is not the end of the road and it does not define who you are. This is a good time to look at the things that you have successfully accomplished. That's not being egotistical. That's putting some facts to offset the negativity that is coming at you and the feelings of self-pity as you sit in the shadows of the valley of death. Just remember who you really are and what you have accomplished and don't let that moment define you. Be optimistic and be very positive to everyone else that you encounter too because we're all going through something. And the last thing that I will offer is try to tap into your sense of humor. But maybe too soon, but again, using Shifrin as an example, she called herself a joke. And Hoda, in that interview, 
that I mentioned when we began this episode, asked her about that. And she said, you know, the way I performed, I looked like a meme of myself. And you just got to have to laugh at it sometimes. And there's nothing wrong with laughing. So I think that when we can do that, we have put ego aside and we're ready to just heal and move on. So try to find some humor in the situation. And if you can't do it now, try to do it soon. When we find ourselves in the valley, we usually have a little time to think on our hands. And it's a very good time to focus on developing better problem-solving tactics. We can always do things better. So that's a good way to spend your time, too, in the valley. We all experience setbacks and roadblocks, and we all have the ability to bounce back. Human beings are resilient. And more importantly, we can experience profound personal growth that comes out of our adversity and make the time in the valley more valuable. And when we vault out of the valley, we can be more victorious in life in general. So in the end, I guess Confucius was right. What doesn't kill us makes us stronger. We have come to the end of our episode. Let's swim back up to the top and take a deep breath. I've got some exciting news to share with you. Episode 8 is the last episode of Season 1 of the Visionarium Podcast. In Season 2, I'm going to spice things up a little bit, and I'm very excited about the changes that will be added to our podcast format. Season 2 will launch with a series called Ordinary People with Extraordinary Vision. And once a month, I will host a guest interview that features someone who will share their vision and purpose with us. This will not be a celebrity or anyone that's incredibly famous. My guests will be ordinary people just like you and me who have demonstrated extraordinary vision in some aspect of their life. So stay tuned. It should be very exciting and a lot of fun. I may need a couple of weeks to make adjustments and to prepare and do research and production development and so forth. So if you don't hear a podcast from me next week, please stand by because I will definitely return and I will continue to communicate with you. Now, this is a call to action for you the Visionarium Podcast listening community. If there is someone in your life, or maybe it's you, that you consider to be an ordinary person with extraordinary vision and who you think would be interested in being a guest on the Visionarium Podcast, I want you to contact me and let me know about this person and I'll be in touch with them. Just send me an email to the Visionarium Podcast at gmail.com. I would appreciate that so much. You can also email me directly on the website by sending a comment. The website address is insidethevisionarium.com. That would just be great. So thank you very much. Season 2 is scheduled to launch on Tuesday, April 5th. So please stand by. 
And thank you so much for all of your support in season one. This has been a blast for me. It has been a dream come true. And I just really have enjoyed taking this part of the journey with you. So until we meet again, remember to focus on your dreams. Because you've got to have a dream to make a dream come true. See you soon.